Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing very, very well. So, Andy, we'll, we'll, we'll do this backwards. Usually, we'll talk about the latest result, which yesterday came in the form of the Coppa Italia. Roma, they progress. They defeat Lecce 3-1. to one. They go uh, to the quarterfinal now. They will be facing Inter. Very curious to see what that one holds, only because I, I, I don't know if you watched them against Empoli, but they did not look good whatsoever. I, I mean, I, just conceding two yeah. to them um, at the San Siro is unexpected, to say the least. So... <laughs> I'm not going to say that they have no chance whatsoever, but we'll get to that momentarily. I, th- I think the big one now is the market. We are entering, what, the final... Today's the 21st of January, so the final 10 days here. Mm-hmm. I think if we want to tie this, and if we tie this into yesterday evening, I think it was abundantly clear midfield is still the uh, the, 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 the glaring weak spot of this aroma. I, I mean, poor Brian Cristante. When he deserves praise, uh, I think maybe most of us, if not everybody, is a bit uh, too slow to give it to him. But when it comes to when it comes to criticism, I think we're all a bit quick when it comes to Cristante. Mm-hmm. But it's matches kind of like yesterday where I, I feel sometimes that is maybe warranted because he he just that I, I I don't even know what that was Roma, especially in that first half. There was like a golf in the midfield it it was so abundantly clear that yes getting uh, Sergio Oliveira was was nice I thought he had a pretty decent performance yesterday but defensive midfielder okay a a pure okay defensive midfielder a guy who can again you can plop in front of the defense who can recover the ball uh, get, uh, get 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 your team into transition. I think that is so clear the type of profile that they need. And as again, as good as Oliveira has been in these first two matches, he just isn't that guy, especially from a physical uh, point of view. That is not him. So now we hear this thing of Indombele, okay, a guy who uh, listen. I, I again, I watched very limited uh, amount of his games, his play. It just seems like since he's moved uh, moved to Spurs from Lyon that it, it just hasn't worked out. We know, and it's no, no secret, it's on the record, that he and Mourinho had uh, a bit of a clash, yeah, when Mourinho first arrived uh, at the club. So to see him being heavily linked to Roma uh, over these recent weeks has been a bit surprising, I will admit it. And then... On top of that, I, I don't think people 
appreciate or fully grasp from a financial point of view how onerous this operation would be for Indombele. Okay, so the guy earns net euros. He's at about six or seven million euros net. Okay, so gross around 13 or 14. That is basically, Andy, you are more or less just throwing at Injecos just to make to make this an elementary sort of explanation. You are more or less just adding Jekko's wages back onto the books. Jekko is at seven and a half. The reason why Roma had so much flexibility this past summer was because they didn't sell anybody big. They were able to lower the costs. So it allowed them to go out and spend big on a Tammy Abraham um, because of the amount that they were saving in wages on Jekko. And then we also had the growth decree that could uh, be applied to Tammy Abraham's wages as well. So not only is Abraham... Uh, he's at about 4 million net, eight gross. So he's almost half of what Jekyll was earning. Then on top of that, okay, you have the the, the Italian growth decree, which means uh, Roma and taxes, they pay 50% less of his wage. So it's a huge discount. So I, I just love this explanation where people look at Roma's books and they go, oh my gosh, well, how did they pull this off? They didn't sell anybody this summer. Yeah, well, they lowered the cost dramatically. So again, you don't have to be a, an accountant to to understand some of this stuff. But listen, in Dombile, you have to sell somebody. There, there, there's no way around it, okay? You have to sell a Diawara. You have to sell, you have to get Fazio off the books. You have to get Santon off the books. That's the only way this works. The only possible way this works don't don't kid yourself into thinking that oh well you know they can uh, they can bring him on and if spurs pay this roma pay this blah blah blah, blah. no no it, it, it is so simple okay you have to get rid of fazio who is at about two and a half net you have to get rid of santon one and a half net and then you also you have to sell diamora beyond that there's no way this works zero Impossible. You have to clear off more wages. Fazio being at the top of the list. We'll see if uh, Sabatini can show his uh, Romanista colors once more, bring him to uh, Salernitana. I don't know why Fazio would be motivated to, to do so. I think it's going to be right. incredibly difficult. Very, very difficult. So as far as Ndombele goes, I've already laid out financially why it's incredibly difficult and why I haven't put much stock into this. Frankly, I, I think the, cha- the, the the biggest chance, and if we want to even call it maybe the biggest mistake of Thiago Pinto thus far, I think is going to end up being Zakaria before, uh, last summer because they had the chance. It was there. It was 1,000% there. Um, but now that is gone since uh, he has uh, gotten rid of uh, his uh, his previous agent. He's with the new agency now, the one that uh, you know, the likes of Frankie de Jong is with and, and Roma, frankly, do not have a good relationship with them because of what happened with uh, Robin Olsen. So having said all that, let's just go to our fantasy world and pretend as if today we can bring in Dombele to Roma. I think we would both agree. I don't I, again, I'm just assuming this is the case for you. I mean, that would be a huge lift if we're just speaking simply of the player that I think Roma needed more than Mela Niles, more than Oliveira. I, I mean, Indombele makes you better in your starting 11 today, right now, no questions asked, right? I, I mean, 
you put him mm-hmm. next to Oliveira in the four two three one. Goodbye, Vera, too. I, I mean, right? I, that to me, it just seems like again, we're 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 living in a fantasy world right now. If I could bring him today, I would do it. I mean, th- there's no debating that whatsoever. You know, um, I mean, right now over this midfield, anything can be an improvement. Or I, th- I think, for example, that uh, Zakaria. Um, I don't know. I mean, I you know, you he's he's had some injury problems uh, so far this season, and again, I, knee problems too. I it, might add, it, it was right there my, for the it was right yeah. there for the taking, but but yes. the player himself um, is probably gonna go to a, a team much bigger than Roma um, because those chances, you know, come and go and it depends who's the intermediary in, in the deal and so on. And uh, obviously if you, if you give me a name, I'm likely to accept it at this point, you know, when you're, when you're subjected to the display that we, we see from, from week in, week out recently from Vertu and from Cristante. Um, at the same time, I, uh, I think that these are problems that, can only truly be solved in uh, in the summer because as soon as you start making too many moves in January, um, you can end up with a team that is way too incompatible, players that are unhappy left and right, um, players whose confidence is, is, is dropping again. And, and, uh, and I think that the, the Roma's problems, Roma's issues run, run much deeper than... Than just something that can be temporarily uh, fixed with a band-aid, you know. And uh, so I, you know, I've, I'm seeing all these rumors. I'm I'm seeing all these incredible ideas for, uh, for example, a swap involving Vertu and Dombele. These are things that, you know, realistically speaking, I do not see and will not ever see, you know, a deal of that magnitude. In January, with a team like Roma, uh, no way. Um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I think that yesterday, and uh, again, it's not like, you know, it seems like after watching the game, uh, Roma, Lecce, Roma were, as always, the ones that underestimate. I mean, you look at other teams, uh, Lazio struggled till the very last minute with Udinese, uh, Inter struggled mightily against Empoli, um, Juve conceded to Sampdoria, so it's uh, these are games that happen. And uh, as 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 uh, as Abraham said in his post match interview, you know, it's uh, the mentality wasn't right. It it's something that you know you go into these games and um, with the Coppa, and uh, you you obviously tend to. To, to not take it too seriously, especially if you're facing a Serie B team. And and that's what happened. Um, I also think that ultimately uh, Lecce played like dogs. I mean, they 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 some of the fouls that I saw yesterday, it's something that I'm used to seeing, you know, when we play against uh, teams like, yeah. you know, Ternana in uh, in the <laughs> summer, you know, that's not, not in the Copa, not in an official right. competition. Right. I mean the 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 foul on the red card is again how you have you must have the I don't know the IQ of a chair to 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 only a few minutes after receiving a yellow to go and do a, you know something like that it's just mind blowing that these are professional footballers um but all in all it's a, again it's a Roma team of two halves and ultimately 
I'm happy with with the way Roma have handled their transfer market so far. I I um I don't know whether it would be beneficial getting involved in these big uh very much talked about negotiations that we've heard in the rumors and linking Roma to to uh to to you know now now that Ndombele is is getting away and and uh the Veritus agent spoken up uh, we are seeing the same names again brought up Grilich Chaka um you know the the same stuff just put in the microwave and um it's uh, that's you know i'm i'm getting a bit sick of it so i just think that uh this this team is is uh has such has such deep lying issues that to truly solve it and to truly give Mourinho what he wants is something that you can only hope to do in the summer um because that's when you can actually sort out the you know, for example, the situation around Vertu. You're not going to make Vertu happy by bringing in somebody else right now and then keeping him here, being like, hey, are you okay to just sit back and relax on the bench? No, that's not going to that's not gonna be, a, you know, a good way of, of solving these problems. This is still a team. We've seen in the past how last-minute deals, you know, with... Uh, having a player walk out uh, at the last minute or bringing in a, in a player and, and putting somebody from, from the starting 11 to the bench, how that affects the, the locker room. We've seen it time and time again. I remember with Strotman. I remember even with, with that pain in the ass, Jekyll, how the team uh, suffered because of it, even though the fans and the management thought it was the right thing and the right moment to do it. Um, so you can never really tell what goes on behind the scenes, but I'm pretty sure that the plan now is, you know, to just give your best in these in these next few months. Um, but but the but the management, I, I I truly believe, is already looking into June because there are a lot of unresolved issues that that are going to go unresolved um, beyond this transfer window. Um, I think that already finding a destination for, for the likes of uh, Borja Mayoral, uh, Gonzalo Villar, giving Calafiori uh, some, some playing time elsewhere um, is already a, a job well done, considering all the, the circumstances, the various themes and how deals are now made in, in Serie A, especially in, in abroad. Uh, um, so I just don't, I don't see anything major happening. I do think that there are some things that, that where Roma could benefit from an additional reinforcement, especially in the middle of the pitch. But as I say, it's, you don't need much to do better than, than, than when you go and see what Vertu and Cristante now do on a weekly basis, which is a shame because, again, it's not like I'm seeing now, you know, that's how football works. All of a sudden, uh, Kumbula is the star. Um, Ibanya sucks now. That's the that's the general consensus. Ibanya oh, yeah. sucks. Yeah. Vertu is sucks. The problem is that these, you know, it's, again, these are, I think, they are capable players. Nobody's saying that these are phenomenal players. But it's not like from from day to day they just become ass, you know. They don't. It's 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 right. it doesn't work. It's not you know Kumbula is not is not the greatest defender uh, since Baresi, but he works his ass off. 
and you can see that. Great. Vertu is not playing great. He's going through a really rough moment, and and um, and you have to wonder, obviously, if that will carry uh, on forward because that maybe is a is a is a larger problem involving Mourinho, his tactics, whatnot. But uh, it's um, this is still not a, a team of complete idiots. These are still capable footballers. It's just that we have a lot of inconsistency. And uh, I think that the perfect depiction of of everything that is right and everything that is wrong with this Roma is that coast-to-coast uh, counterattack by Mkhitaryan. Yes, yeah. That's something world-class. You know, he's 33, unbelievable, runs the whole pitch. He looked like Golan in that game against Inter where he had those crazy two goals, where he had the second goal with him just running uh, over Gary Medel and then scoring um, from like 30 meters out. Uh, Mkhitaryan does that beautifully. And then the simplest of touches on an empty goal. And he misses it wide. I mean, he you know he does something that that even your 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 son could do better. You know, in front of goal like that, just just absolutely, a, a, it looked like a pancake, not a ball. So um, it's it, it, that's that's what's right and what's wrong with this team. There are a lot of things that will not get solved in a matter of ten days. It's it it runs deeper than that. Um, and there are a lot of situations that I'm pretty sure Pinto is aware of and working on. And um, and trust me, dealing with guys like uh, like Federico Fazio or like Davide Santon, telling them, hey, you know, you can you can actually uh, scooch over and 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 uh, go elsewhere, maybe play, do what you do for for a living. Um, but I think that's that's harder uh, harder in practice than uh, than in words. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, for sure. Well, I... That's a good point you bring up, you know. Okay, let's say they bring in in Dombele. I do think we could agree that, you know, that the greater or the bigger underlying issues can still remain or will still remain, yeah? I, see, you brought up that counterattack. I, you know, for me, this Roma is perfectly summarized between the two halves, okay? The first half, they look like absolute garbage, dog crap, playing abysmally. They look like they couldn't give two shits about this match, Andy. And then what does Mourinho do? He recognizes that, and he does a triple substitution. Triple. You know, you rarely see a, a triple substitution at any yep. point in the match, let alone to begin the half, okay? Yep. And he, sa- he even said it after the match that, you know, we just can't play or this team we we just we're so limited we can't play without certain guys on the pitch and and look as good as who who came off Perez um who else who who was involved in that substitution you had you had Perez come off 
Yeah, you, you had, had uh, Maitland Niles come Maitland, off for Vigna. Right. You had uh, Zagnolo come on for and, Vera too. Right. Okay. And I think he is spot on. I I would love to come on here and say, oh, well, that guy can do this. That guy can do that. He is right in the sense of they just can't cope without certain guys on the pitch. And, and listen, you, obviously you could make the argument that he's referring to strictly Tammy Abraham. I mean, for me, Zaniolo, even though, even though – the poor guy. He's he's he caught very much so the symptoms of uh, Tammy Abraham now because he's doing everything right up until actually scoring the goal, which of course is the only thing that matters in the end. Um, I mean, he looked incredible, phenomenal. Tammy Abraham, same thing. You know, it, it's just it's so clear when you give a prominent uh, role in a match to a guy like Perez. I think. It's just so clear that Roma are missing. Even if you bring in, okay, somebody like Ndombele, for me, as we've laid out clearly here, I still think you're going to have the overriding issues at play. You're going to have a lack of depth. You're going to have uh, uh, some some mentality flaws. And as you pointed out, and I think you're absolutely correct in asserting that, listen, that's not going to change in January. It won't. That will change in May and June, July and August when A, Mourinho is given a full and proper uh, offseason and retiro with the team, when Tiago Pinto and Jose Mourinho are given a full summer to work together and lay out what they need, uh, squad additions, subtractions, who can be moved here and there. And he even said it yesterday, Mourinho said it after the match. He said, next season is going to be much better. And, and I agree. And part of me says, well, that kind of sucks that the white flag, at least in part, is being raised in January. But I think all you have to do, Andy, is watch yesterday. And it becomes blatantly obvious to you. And you don't even have to be in the media or be a huge football fan to understand that as much progress as the club and the team has made since Tiago Pinto and Jose Mourinho arrived, I mean, there is still so much work to do. And I guess watching yesterday, the thing that I was <laughs> struck by, and, and I think it hit me after Borja Majoral, as we saw in the second half, as the Copa Italia was going on, he comes on for Getafe and he scores within like minutes of coming on. Okay. Yeah, four minutes. Yeah, it, it, it's sort of just, you know, smacked me pretty hard that like you know what we see now really is you know in part Jose Mourinho but more so just the supporters in the club overall really paying for some sins made by previous executives at the club and you can point the Monchi that's the obvious one but there's way more I mean we could thought we can get that buffoon fianga on here we I mean there's so many guys that we can point to Really, that was the thing that struck me, and it's difficult to express to people that this is going to take time, and maybe people don't appreciate how bad the situation is, or maybe they just didn't embrace how bad it was. I don't know, but but that's sort of what struck me, is that this is still very much so, and I hate the word project, but Mourinho keeps using it. Oh, yeah. Pinto keeps using it. You know, I, no, it's I real. guess in a way. It's real. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. 
It's like it's like denying. Oh, you remember when uh, when the seventy sixers kept saying trust the process, and at the <laughs> beginning everybody was like, "Oh my God, what are you talking about?" And it was a process, whether yeah. it was successful yeah. or not. It's another thing, but it was a process. That's the same thing with this. It's you know, I I see a lot of a lot of people being impatient and um and not really believing in in the words that keep being said week in week out by manager directors and and the club many many times players renewing and so on but they, they, there is a feeling there is a general feeling that this is this is not the right team and and that's been the case for Fonseca as well this is not the right team at the when Fonseca was here it, I'm seeing now a lot of people say oh yeah you see now Mourinho says the same things as Fonseca so uh Fonseca why was he complaining blah 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 the thing was that Fonseca was in a was in a moment that did not allow the club to change anything too, too much you know I right. mean the transfer market at at a point was run by agents there was a, a transfer market that was run by two agents that were helping Fienga out. Now that's that's not a that's not an ideal situation for any coach. That shows that the club just wasn't in the moment, wasn't able to. So all the deals that we were making, we were making them half-assed. Those were deals not that worked towards the future. Those were deals that were convenient. You can't build anything like that just because something is convenient. So there is a feeling that between management and manager that that this is not the team. This is not the team. When Mourinho says the next week, next year we'll we'll do better. That's because the hope is to finally carry on. We started this in in, in earlier this summer. We'll continue next summer um, to to uh, to to sort of reinforce the team, but in the right way with players that. That fit players that are wanted, players that make sense, not players that are you know suggested by somebody over a lunch meeting. Uh, it's it's that that's really the the bottom line. Is I'm getting the sense that we are we are running low on fuel because we are relying on a team that is built on too many different ideas. We saw what 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 the what the line of thought was as soon as Pinto settled in, as soon as Mourinho settled in, likes of Pedro, Fazio, Santon, then Borja Mayoral, Gonzalo Villar. Now we're now we're hearing, you know, we're seeing Vertu in a different light, Vertu linked with an exit. No, it seems like a lot of players are not guaranteed their spot in this team because they are not the ones that are identified by the club as the 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 players that that should be important for for the team moving forward you know that there is very few players in this team that are uh you know that 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 the club uh, cannot do without the very few of them most of them could be you know at the at the you know at the, uh, just like that could be could be dropped and uh, and it would make sense. You could make the argument. Oh, okay, yeah, that I saw that coming. You know, oh, he. Uh, in fact, it, it didn't make sense to have him here any longer. Um, it it's and it's that. It's I think that's also the benefit of having such a shitty season as it is. 
to realize that, to be aware of it, um, I'm pretty sure, again, I just say that, uh, you know, the, the January window is coming to an end, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the, the, that the management is already thinking about the future. Jose Mourinho is already thinking about the future. Sure, he will, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll mess around. He'll try to, to do something with the Conference League and whatnot. Um, but because that's, you know, that's his pride doing thing but but i'm pretty sure that everybody is focused on the future because they recognize that the limitations of this team go beyond oh you know in a season in in a in a year not even in a year in a season you can you can you can turn you can turn the switch you know you can you can do uh, wonders you can you can change overnight no this this team is so flawed. This team is made up of so many different characters and personalities that it just doesn't work long term. Something will change um, in in June. Right now, these are sort of the last few months of of a certain cycle, and uh, and hopefully the next one will be more successful, better organized, um, because we see that. There are signs, you know, the the fact that Tommy Abraham is now after, you know, so much noise. Oh, what is he up to it? Is he not up to it? Is blah, blah, blah. Now he's he he's starting to to warm himself up. Got 15 goals. That's an investment like that where you see, oh, it's paying off. Oh, he's doing yes. the right things. Oh, that's what we got him for. You know, that's that's it. That's what we wanted him for. That just shows you that there are elements within this team that do make sense and that will be part of the future. It's not all bad. The problem is that there are a lot of pieces that just do not fit. And and there will come a point in time which you couldn't do you couldn't do before because you couldn't afford to do so. You were in between ownerships, you had uh, three different sporting directors in three years. Um you have to now is the time. There, there will come the time where, where that change will will be swift and will make sense. Oh, for sure. I think that's a perfect way to put it. So, listen, there's no real... Do we really have to do like a preview on, on Ampoli? I mean, really? Uh, no, <laughs> just again, just keep I, grinding. I, I mean, that's yeah. you know, if you if you think that there's, that these two games will propel Roma to all of a sudden play differently... It's not gonna be like that. I expect, as I said before, after that Cagliari game, I I expect these games to have. I expect these dramas. Roma will never. I, I I will consider it a miracle if by the end of the season I will be able to point out a string of matches, not just one, because one I can point to Atalanta, but a string of games where Roma play two halves, not one, not one and a half, two. I want two halves. That's it's not. It's I just don't see it happening, honestly. So for me, Empoli is is going to be very much like like Cagliari, like Lecce. Andrea Zoli is feeling good, you know. He's he's pissed off that that Inter uh, got the best of them in the last minute of of that Coppa Italia game, and um and he's going to come out for blood. I think it's as simple as that. No need to expand any further. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our wonderful patrons who allow us to continue to do this. We will be back after the... This is just one of those matches, Andy, where it kind of feels like the death march has begun, you know? Um, 
it's only sure. january yeah. it's only it's it's only january and, and everybody's it, yeah everybody's counting down the days yeah at least from a league perspective listen i you know uh, uh, uh matches like yesterday i can, i i certainly get a bit more amped for them and i will be amped for the coppa italia i begrudgingly i will be amped for the conference league uh, but from a league perspective you know just from what they've shown thus far this season, sure. the inconsistency, sure. it's really hard to get sure. excited for, a, you know, a weekend match against this just anonymous <laughs> Tuscan side and, yeah. and feel very, you know, <laughs> oh, hey, you know, call over your friends to have them over, have some <laughs> beverages to watch this oh, exciting man. affair. You know, it's not like one of those things that you're gathering. No, it's not. Uh, it's not. No, it's your friends at the house for to, to watch uh, Roma Empoli. It just it ne never, never happens. Um, okay, everyone, we will be back after the weekend. Uh, until then, ciao. Ciao. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.